Episode 1. Throw it into the sea. There is a saying among the good people of Kaylee. When you know what is right, do what is right, and then deliver it all into the endless sea. This sea is known as the Catalidian, and the whale ship that skirts across her has had many names. Such is the way for vessels belonging to pirates and mercenaries. The wooden figurehead adorning the ship's bow, a carved winged wraith screaming against the tide, holds its own in considerable spite of the storm. The harpy's howl, for that is what she is now called, carries a great prize within. All right, welcome everyone to Dungeons and Dragons, a game about taking your imagination to places it would rarely get to otherwise, and doing things you'd most likely be imprisoned for in the real world. Let me try and explain what we're doing here. Firstly, I've taken a group of people who have never played D&D before, and I've told them nothing about it. Their characters are pre-made, the story has already begun, and I should point out, dear listener, that you get to hear some of the story when they do not. We call it Girls Who Don't D&D. Yeah, what? Yeah. We didn't know they would find what out. What story they we get don't? that we don't get? They get extra story. Oh, wow! It's already happened. They've already heard past oh. in the real podcast. Oh, that's a what a twist! <laughs> Our players have no idea what they're in for. They have no idea how the game works, nor do they know their own backstories. But they do know their characters' names. So let's meet our players. I am Stacy. I'm the eldest of the three women that Corey lured into his dungeon to play this game, and I play Karin. And I'm a barbarian. Hey, I'm Indy, and I'm playing the character Freya, and I'm rogue. <laughs> I'm so glad you said rogue because it's the most misspelt word in, in Dungeons and Dragons. So most people call I, I'm I'm playing the rogue. The I think you'll find. <laughs> and our final player. Hi, I'm Lana, and I am playing Morrigan the Sorcerer. All right, I, I wanted to start with uh, well, just a simple question, I guess. What do you already know about Dungeons and Dragons? I'm going to start because I'm chatty. And I know D&D from the community episode where they play D&D and the little that I've seen on TikTok, which is mostly just people using dice for non-D&D related things. TikTok's like only a couple of seconds long, right? 60 seconds max. So I I can't imagine anybody ever being able to play this game in 60 seconds. But hey, hey, go for it, you people. Get out there and do it. What's your experience with it? Um, the only thing I have heard is, oh, sorry, I've seen Stranger Things and the kids have played it in Stranger Things and they dress up and they have their yeah. characters and that's about all I know. Your outfits will be here soon. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> 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 hey, look, some people love that sort of stuff, but uh, no, I'm not quite into the dressing up part. But um, Thank God I have the abs to pull my outfit off. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your experience with those magical words? Um, uh, so I guess I've been watching the Big Bang Theory and they reference a lot that they play it. That's about it, is it? <laughs> um, but I don't think I've seen it in action. Oh, but how would that um, puppet master, what, what, what's your role? The puppet master. I, Dungeon no, master. I'm going to call myself puppet master from now on. <laughs> I know there's a lot of like stereotypes around the type of people that play D&D. Yeah, yeah. So this, I, this is the most popular D&D's ever been and it is because of all the things you've said today. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's play D&D. A dragon and a handful of dice. Is this Corey singing? (laughs) (laughs) Some guys telling stories, I'm sure they'll be nice. There will be monsters, monsters, and magic, and fire, and ice. 
But it's mostly three girls, a dragon, and dice. Uh, special thanks to Mia Stegner all the way over in Los Angeles for putting together that song for us. Oh my God, that was awesome. That <laughs> was beautiful. I know. She's very talented. You can find her uh, on uh, Fiverr. That's where I found her. And she was really keen to do this sort of stuff for us. So I'm uh, really thankful. All right. You want me to paint a picture? Mm. Picture this. Absolute darkness. You can see nothing whatsoever. Your memory has been erased. You know very little about anything. But you do have your other senses. So right at this moment, you can hear water slapping against wood and steel. You can hear fierce winds and a, a tumultuous storm around you, lightning. <gasps> oh. I mean, that's thunder though, right? Well, yeah, you can't... You, lightning oh, make, fine. Sorry, you're playing the magic. Oh, I felt like I was really there. There's heaps of thunder. <laughs> thunder everywhere. Uh, lots of thunder. You do have lightning breaking through little cracks in whatever it is around you. You cannot really see much except in those split seconds. And what I'm going to get you to do straight away, as soon as you hear that little bit of thunder. Beautiful. Uh, get you to roll a perception check. So for the split second that you can see around this room, let's see what you can actually see. So a perception check is a D20. And we say D20, we just mean D for dice. We put a lot of thought into that. The and one the that 20, goes from 1 to 20? And the 20 is the 1 to 21. It's the oh. biggest one. And in D&D, we use this one more than any other dice. Oh, you can't just grab a random... Oh, they, I didn't realise they're all different. I saw they were... Okay. Shivers on lots of different dice. I've got to find my... Is this it? There it is. Okay, so you can roll it whenever you want to. And uh, what you've got to do is have a look at your skills list. So you've got a list of skills there. Oh, and one of those... There's a lot of paperwork here. Okay, hold on. There is a lot of paperwork in D&D. It's a lot of bureaucracy. Skills. But you do have a little a column there that says perception. And inside that, it probably oh. tells you what you add to this roll. Zero. <laughs> That's fun. Hey, look, at least the math is easy. <laughs> All right, roll away and tell me your numbers. Three. Sixteen. Sixteen's not bad. Eleven. Eleven. And you had nothing to add to yours as well? Eleven plus one. Right. Plus one. Excellent. <laughs> That's going to be a long night if plus one is the difficult part of the maths. <laughs> so you've gone to 12, you've gone to 17. Excellent. 17 is pretty good. It means that every time you see the lightning strike, you do see a little bit more around the room. So the first time you see the lightning uh, strike and a bit of thunder rolling through, light comes through these little cracks and you can see around the corner of the room some uh, lanterns, candles, those sort of things, things that could be lit if you are close enough to do it. You do also notice something, which is probably worse. You are in a cage. All three of you are in a cage. <sighs> big rusted iron bars. But I can see in the dark, right? Like that's one of my things. Your vision is slowly coming back to okay, you. Okay. So that's going to be so handy. We're all together. You're all together. You don't know each other though. Oh, oh this is cool. I feel like I, I mean, love right you guys now, already. You feel like you're connected, but at the same time, you don't fashion. have any memory. So it could be yes that you're all wearing for some strange reason. <laughs> Girl, is that it- top is cute. Where'd you get that? <laughs> oh my gosh, honestly, honey, I could not pull off a YouTube like that. But you are making it work. Those skulls, I just oh. I can't. Those are amazing. I don't know where I got them, but they are gorgeous, right? <laughs> They're authentic. I'm pretty sure by the texture. <laughs> yeah. I love the fact there's lightning and so forth going on in the first Oh, but yeah, no, I'm really scared. Okay, yeah. Can you open your set uh, set one cards? Everyone can do the Ooh, same. Yeah. Everyone can have a look at set one. Uh, as your memories start to sort of, well, you know, those natural memories you have that slowly start to come back to you. Uh, you know, you have a long night out, you drink too much, you wake up the next morning, you don't know how to walk. Ten minutes later, you know how to walk, but you don't want to get your head above a certain height because it hurts. That sort of thing is how you feel right now. Karin, would you like to tell us what your first sort of abilities are called? 
Uh, beast sense and speak with animals. Yeah, so it turns out you're actually pretty good with animals, including you have the ability to speak to them in many situations. So that's fairly handy in our D&D world because not surprisingly, the animals in this world are not like our animals. They can actually speak back. Uh, they don't all speak, you know, they don't walk around speaking. Um, but the animals in this world can understand you. Not these two though, not the other two. They don't have that ability. So it is unique to you. I have a shield and I have a is that mage? Mage hand? Mage hand, yes. As in a magey hand? Like, like, not, man- like, not, like, not a, mag- like a mangled <laughs> hand? Like a claw? Well, is the thing magic? is, you can actually decide what it looks like, but you oh, actually great. do have a mage. The mage hand is a hand that can float through the air and do things that you don't want to do. <gasps> she can murder people without touching them. <laughs> oh, that's great. Like a ghost hand that kind of like flies away. Yeah, in fairness, I think all three of you can murder things without touching them. But Question. Yes. So do I still have a hand when the hand goes away? Yeah, you don't. it's not, not your own hand detaching and floating through the air. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> That's I, what like, I was going for. I, I really love that idea now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, oh. a, you're there bleeding out, but, you know, you get what you need to get done. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a third hand uh, that can do right. things. And we were up to Morrigan's. What, what do you got? I have the power of gust, which I first read as gas, which I was kind of offended by. <laughs> but it I can... Be. You can control all kinds of wind, so... <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> But apparently I can use this wind to, like, move people. Like, I could lift up Freya over there and just float her away. And then I could choke you out with my hand. (laughs) (laughs) It turned ugly. (laughs) It turned ugly real quick, didn't it? (laughs) And what else? Um, And then Firebolt. So I can throw fire up to 40 metres, which sounds like it's going to be very useful in a dark space, as long as I don't burn us alive. Mm. I have complete trust in you, implicit trust in you. Thanks, girl. Well, Mike, that's what it says on my character sheet. <laughs> I think Corey just wanted to make sure we didn't murder each other when we first wake, wake up in this world. <laughs> more lightning, more thunder. So let's have another perception check. Ooh, like that's not going to stay at three? No, no, that was you missed out the first round. You didn't see what was there. Seven. Fifteen. Seventeen. Oh, I win actually- again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, you've actually got something to add to that. So your 17 is actually an 18. And, and those bonuses might not seem like much, but they often push you over. This time, when the lightning uh, flashes, you do notice there are some bodies on the ground. You're starting to get your vision back a little bit. So you're starting to notice those lanterns a bit more, those unlit lanterns around the room. A couple of bodies on the ground, they don't look like they're moving. The ground looks a little bit like it's moving. Mostly that's because there's water sloshing backwards and forwards, a mixture of uh, salt water and a boat? probably rum. Yeah. There is definitely the creaking. You're starting to be thinking that you may be on board something. Like a ship. A ship. <laughs> <laughs> not a 747. It's not going to be... Okay. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what do you want to do? Oh, we get to decide. Yeah. But who gets to, who gets to go? Anyone. You can all talk together. You can plan this together. Well, we want out of the cage, right? You're in a cage. Uh, you're starting to notice that there is something on the ground, water sloshing, the smells are hitting you. Uh, lanterns all the way around the room uh, that aren't doing any job whatsoever. We can make anything up right now. Uh-huh. Anything Great. we okay. want. Okay. 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 I'm done. I'm ready, guys, to go. Okay, well, the really subtle hint that I got earlier was that I should use my mm, fire to discreet. light the lantern so we can uh, actually see things. Perfect. So can I do that? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Do I need to, like, roll a dice to see if I can do that? Or can well, I just I do think, that? I mean, you know, you shouldn't miss them, but I mean... Let's see if you do. So, yeah, you're going to roll an attack. It's the 20 die. Yep. The, what do you call it? The D20. D20. That's what the cool kids call it. And I have to roll anything above a five? No, no, you five? get to add the five to it. I get to decide what you have to roll. Oh. 
Uh, and I have to say in this situation, you're a little groggy, so that's that's an issue. But at the same time, this, and the boat's moving and you're shooting through a cage. You know what? This isn't the easiest shot in the world, but they aren't moving. So as long as you can get your side of things right, so how do you shoot this fireball? Well, I'm going to, you know, get like knees down, like in a stance. So I'm solid. Solid? Yeah. 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 Um, I got like a nothing else aim. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I Do you want to put your hand through the cage or shoot? Just no, from flare situation. Do we start with a flare? I don't know how specific. I don't okay. know. If you're standing in a room and you've got to throw a ball out the window, do you throw it from, or do you put your hand out the window and throw it, or do you stand back and just launch it from you know, behind? Well, no, I feel like it might, can it ricochet off metal and like burn us? Because that's, that's No, it's, it's like a ball of fire. So it'll, it it'll, through, it'll, yeah. it'll dissipate on the thing that it hits. Okay, well, yeah. Through. And possibly light that thing on fire. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll put my arm through the cage. Yep. Assuming I can fit my arm through the cage. All right, know? let's see that roll. You don't tell me the number beforehand? No. But I've got to put it into the universe. I know. And the thing is, when sometimes you guys will be fighting things and whatever, and you don't know how hard it is to hit them until you actually manage to hit them and you slowly fart. You know, fart? You slowly start mm. to figure it Slow out. Slow farts, yes. <laughs> the best source. Strategic. <laughs> The ones where you go, this is an ending. <laughs> okay, can you, but do you like put the number down somewhere so you don't change it mid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pretty much trust me not to screw you over this, okay. but I do know that this is not the hardest thing you've ever had to do. <laughs> okay. 19. All right, you lit up all the lanterns with that one particular shot. Everyone can see around the room. You don't have to wait for the lightning anymore, which is kind of handy because what you do see are two bodies on the ground. One of them seems to be moving slightly, but not really compass. He's not really cluey. The other one appears to be dead a bullet hole, if anything. And by now, you're starting to notice you can hear gunshots coming from above. I can't believe there's guns in this world. Oh, yeah, pistols. They're not exactly the most reliable things in the world. You don't. We're not talking like an AK-47 or anything, which I believe is the world's most reliable rifle. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't really know anything about that sort of stuff. But, you know, pistol shots is what you're hearing. Lots of screaming. It's stomping around on the, on the, above you. Are going to pirate ship? But I must say, this ship is a little bit different from what you might think of a normal ga- uh, galleon or whatever they are. It's not necessarily all wood. There's a lot more steel involved. And instead mm. of cruising through the water, it feels like the water's slapping against it as if it's like a hydrofoil, a bit higher than the water itself. Gotcha. And as you notice, when the lightning crackles again, there is you can see a couple of holes <gasps> now from above and the light shining through those. Now, you do notice from those bodies the keys. Oh, that's what I was about to say that! <laughs> <laughs> You know the best thing about your floating hand is you just have to tell it what to do and as long as it's within the range of the thing you want to five do. Five metres. Yeah, five metres. And these guys are not surprisingly within five metres. Love what, that. What do you want to do? I'm going to use my mage and I'm going to send it out and I'm going to grab the key. All right, now there's a weird thing about your mage hand that is unique to this world and that is you get to describe what your particular mage hand looks like. It can change. For some reason, every time you do a mage hand, you make your mage hand look different. Oh, cool. Um, this time, I want it to be like when is it Voldemort, Voldemort's hand melts and it's just that skeleton thing. Yeah, and brings it back. Uh, okay. The decrepit, filthy hand of Voldemort floats through the air, pilfers the keys, brings them back. Uh, you can now open the lock. Love that. Oh, great. Are we out? So she doesn't have to roll for the mage hand. No, mage hand doesn't, unless it's doing something <gasps> really complicated. Right, okay. If you're trying to steal something from somebody, you'd have to roll against their ability to detect a giant floating hand, not giant, but a floating hand trying to take something out of their pocket. So depending on what you do, but if you just wanted to slap somebody, they might get a chance to move. When I slap someone, I'm going to have a big football hand like that I have. The- <laughs> <laughs> With a number one side. <laughs> Morrigan, as soon as your hand touches the metal bar of the cage, it triggers a memory from the morning. 
Hi, my name is Corinne and I play the first <gasps> memory of Morrigan. <gasps> the words aren't clear. It wouldn't matter if they were. You've never heard them before. They swirl inside your mind, digging deeper. Images flash, but within the moment they fade. Memory after memory, drained and erased. Birthday candles, horse rides, fireworks, gone. First kisses, ceremonies, celebrations, nothing. Pets, family, friends. A sharp pain burns behind your eyes. It sears a white light into your mind and then you are alone, locked in a rusting cage, hunched and small, almost alone. The talons of an owl come to rest on the cage. Your captors pay little attention. It waits until they leave. Stepping down from the iron, its huge yellow eyes turn to see you. The owl's head tilts in recognition. A voice enters your mind. Hey, kid, don't be afraid. You've seen this bit before. But when the wings of the owl merge back into its body, it doesn't feel that way. Brown fur spreads from its chest. Fangs and teeth emerge. The features of the owl are lost beneath the emerging features of the magnificent bear. The voice in your mind speaks again. Watch this, it says, and the bear rises from its crouch into a wild roar. And all hell breaks loose. I am so emotionally invested in this story already. The the owl that turned into a bear managed to get you out of the cage. The owl that turned into a bear and then talked to you, because that's normal uh, in our world. And so that memory strikes you right now. Because I'm in a cage. Well, it's a different cage. The one thing you do know Thank is this God. was a cage from before. <laughs> this is a new cage now. This The other one, you got out of that cage. Cool. See, in this world, there are things called druids who can turn into animals. Maybe you'll learn more about them. I don't know. Why would anybody give you half a story and then leave it at that? What, a, what kind of jerk? What kind of animal would do that? What kind of monster? I'm curious. I want to know more. Okay, so you find yourself in the hull of what appears to be a ship. There are two bodies. One is a little bit, uh, he's moving, but he's not great. The other guy is clearly dead. And the other thing you can see in the corner uh, is a chest of, oh, actually there's three chests that, of treasure. Well, at least that's what you'd assume. They look like things that people would put something valuable inside. Now, I should also remind you that above the deck, uh, gunfire is still raging on. Uh, it seems like it's a pretty full-on fight. And there is a cargo door with steps leading up to it. Obviously, there's two ways to get you into here. There's two ways to get out. So there's stairs going up to a, a hatch, and there's a cargo thing that they could just drop you into. Do the guys on the floor have guns? And also, should we help the guy that's still somewhat alive? No, no, stop him. He's outside our cage. I reckon he put us there. What if he was trying to help us? Like, get us yeah, out? Yeah, he wasn't trying to help us. He's just... Okay, then do we take their weapons? Do they have weapons? These guys do not have weapons. They pretty much look like typical sailors. Mm. And um, I mean in the old school mm. way, like gnarled up faces and wispy. Are, there, are the treasure chests open? Like, do we know what's in there? Can we Can we look? Uh, you haven't even tried to unlock them. Or I anything. feel like these, these chests are pretty tempting. We got to know. Well, they could have something useful in them. Yeah, like our weapons. How are you going to get into them? Like our weapons. They could have our weapons There's three of them and three of us. 
And we're pretty strong, aren't we? I'm strong as hell. You yeah. are in no way strong. I'm not strong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know okay, what? I'm not. You guys. I am super strong and I'm just going to rage out. Can I rage out? You're already going into a rage. Oh, I can't do that? Okay. You can. You didn't need to, but it was, it was oh, interesting. Oh, I didn't need to. Am like, I strong enough to hit this? Am I strong enough to like just kick the crap out of this chest? You I'm could. furious. Yeah. I, someone put me and my bitches in a cage. All right, so you can just pick the first one, the closest one, and just rage out and try and rip it open. But I'm not raging out now because you made me feel insecure about that. Well, yeah, I, th- I think it's a great thing to do. I just, you didn't have to, to, well, what, to hit some treasure. I don't know why you'd be angry at treasure. I'm just angry because some bitch put me in a cage. Fair enough, rage out. I'm going to rage out in this chest. It's just, which one? The, the one that's mocking me. The one that's right <laughs> <laughs> in my goddamn face. All Left, right. middle, right. The, Give me a, okay, the that's, middle the one. that's the That's the ringleader of the chest. I'm going to yeah. freaking, I'm, I'm raging out. He's been, saying, he's been saying some shit behind your back. I'll yeah, tell you that I much. Feel he's that. been saying something. Can you uh, roll me a d20? We're going to do a strength check. So if you go back and have a look on the first page, uh, there you'll see your strength number and you get the number next to that says plus something. That's what you're adding to your roll. 17 plus three. So the plus three is what you're going to add to your 20. 17 is what, what gets you. What you my 20? Oh, this is my, just my dice. Yeah. All right. So you said I had to roll a 20. It'd be awesome if you did. Going to. Oh! oh wow! Holy crap. I manifested that! <laughs> Yeah, that's our first crit. Okay. That was great. So that's a 23. Good and job. You have absolutely cracked that sucker open. So much so, uh, it was actually your chest. This thing was put in oh. there. Uh, so I knew that chip was mocking me. Turns out you also just found your axe. <gasps> yes. Oh, thank you. Okay. Now use the axe to open the other two because if that's your stuff, then I want my oh, stuff. Obviously, I'm going to like take my axe and just open up whatever. Girls, what you got in this chest? I have no idea. I'm gonna, no, I wanna... give, me, give me two more D20s. Uh, and we'll do those at advantage. So you can roll two D20s at the same time. Uh, you might have to borrow one to uh, do that. But you I roll don't... two D20s and pick the highest oh. number and we'll see if you get in. I just roll these two dice. Yeah, and pick the highest number. Why do I do that? These things are still made out of metal. I mean, they don't have to be, oh. you know. You, I envisioned you, a wooden box. You, know? you may have, but you you might be a bit more. Well, maybe do you want to check the chest out a bit more before you actually crack them open next Are time? they locked? Are they, are they? Can we just open them? Yeah, can we just open them? We haven't checked them yet. So if you want to give me a check, okay, let's see what happens. Because I want to see what you know about these chests. 19. I know a lot. Wow, Freya actually recognises a chest that does look like hers, and yeah, yours is made of wood. Oh, yes. I feel like I'm doing like the three pigs or something. Your house is made of wood. Uh, Your chest is made of wood. The one that that Karin cracked open uh, was a stronger fortified wooden one with steel around the outside, and the last one that's left. um, Straw? The other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Just blow it at Sweetie. (laughs) Gust power. I'll huff and I'll puff. Well, the bad news is yours is actually a very sturdy, Ugh. metal, fortified, I want my and rather elaborate-looking chest. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, you are. You, you can roll me those two d20s now and see if we can crack open the smaller wooden one. There's a twelve and a five. Uh, the twelve it is, and you can add the three to that, so to make it fifteen, which is good because the number you had to beat on that one was a fifteen. You. Find inside something that you are very uh, anxious to be um, reunited with. It's called the Sword, sword of, of Deception. Deception. I love that sword. <gasps> the, and the, best thing, <laughs> the best thing about this sword... Is that call it, it Frank. I've dated that sword. <laughs> <laughs> hey. The best thing about this sword, actually you may have, now that I think about what's about to happen, uh, <laughs> this sword changes size depending upon whether or not the thing you're attacking is charmed by you. So if you, you have an ability that you'll learn pretty soon where you can charm something, and they will think this sword is much larger than actually. Oh God, this is this was never. <laughs> you're, hearing that, you're hearing it. 
this was just you and the sword were always like, hey, this sword's so awesome. And now it's turned into as many innuendos as we can find. Congratulations, you have a sword. Uh, uh, do you want to have a crack at the last last chest? Oh, is this still me? Oh. There's one left. And, and may I suggest something? I just want to throw this out there. Would you like to try the keys you used in the other lock? Oh, jeez, <laughs> there's a plural. We might give that a crack. Okay, I was just like I mean, raging still, out on crap. You can still hit it pretty hard if you want to. Can we, can we hit it first? <laughs> and if it, all I know is I'm super angry. All right, what do you want to do? Keys or, or, Look, or you crack know what? it? Fine, let's just, let's just try these stupid keys. All right, turns out it was actually easily to unlock with the keys. <laughs> <laughs> and you have found inside the chest that surprisingly is yours. The most um, pretty of all the chests. Oh. God, now I'm hearing these words. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm just staring at the screen for a while. Oh, pretty of all the chests. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, the youngest of the three women that Corey lured into the dungeon. <laughs> so we have one problem that remains. You are still in the bottom floor of this ship. Bottom floor? I don't know. It's not like a shopping centre, isn't it? Floor one. Uh, <laughs> dead bodies, treasure and cages. Oh, what's lightning damage? Uh, painful if you get it. Uh, but yeah, lightning damage uh, is just a particular type of damage. Think Thor. I'm Thor? You have a staff that does some lightning damage. It's probably not as powerful as some of the other things you can do, actually. Okay. But it's still pretty cool. Oh, wait, what did Morrigan just get? The staff of... Stegnar. Stegnar. So yeah, we named we uh. named your axe after the Melancy from Russia, and Stegnar is the, is the girl who wrote our music. Aww. Aww. I love that. All right, so we're inside the ship. Lightning, thunder. We've got our weapons. Rain. You have some weapons now. There's two entry slash exits in the place. Did those guys get dumped through the thing as well? Uh, they look like, honestly, they look like they've been shot. There are little holes appearing in the deck. The gunfire is still going on upstairs. God, we're lucky we're not shot, hey. Probably. <laughs> New hole appears, as you say. Why'd they put us there? Because <laughs> we're dangerous. We're threats to them. Who was strong enough to put us in a cage in a ship? You're not that powerful. You're powerful. I feel like we're pretty powerful. Yeah, but you're wearing cages at the start of the day. I don't know. I'm feeling very strong. I'm feeling very <laughs> confident. I don't know who put me in this cage. I know. You crack open the one chest. The odds are never against me. <laughs> so. Well, how do you want to get out of this room then? Stairs. Stairs? You want to go upstairs? Let's go upstairs, yeah. All right. It is definitely locked from above. There's no latch on this side. We it's just one get of those, those keys We have keys. No, no. I mean, there's no lock on this side. Oh. It's one of those things oh. where they think like a... Uh, oh, you know, what's the door made of? Wood. I have fire. You could burn. Burns. The yeah, burn that crap down. You could start the fire You're doing great, on, a, on a ship in the ocean. You said the ship's metal. The bottom of the ship is. Oh, okay. Have we had swimming lessons? <laughs> Can we swim? Yeah, that's a great question. Great, <laughs> great question. Yeah. If there's animals in the ocean, then you can save us because... Yeah, I'm going to call in a dolphin if you just want to burn this thing down. So. <laughs> do you want me to axe this crap open? I can do it. Smash it. Oh, done. All Go right. for me. Okay, so I'm just going to get, like, this axe is super cute, by the way. It is a nice axe. Like, it is it nice. Is. Like, gold is really my color. I love it. Thank you so much. Okay, cool. All right. So it's a surprisingly gonna... impressive axe for someone to have. Let's just say that. Mm. It's pretty big. It is. I don't know how it fit in that chest, but anyway. Close to epic. So, like, I can just, like, go up there. I was going to swoosh this thing open. We're getting out of here. Me and my bitches, we're going. Hit me with a 20. you got to roll to do things. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I forget. <laughs> the D20. Where is it? Oh, here, I found it. I found it. Sorry. The ultimate sin is to lose your sorry, D20. Sorry, I got it. I got it. I got my D20. Oh, I rolled another 20. Are you oh kidding God, me? I couldn't believe it. I manifested again that 20. <laughs> yeah, look at it. But, okay. I was going to teach you guys how to do the help action, which means you can, you know. Sorry, sweetie. We're out of this thing. Let's go. Come on. But yeah, you've just cracked that thing open and burst out onto the deck. Let's go, girls. The storm is raging. There's rain falling. 
smashing onto the deck. The deck is sloshing. But you also notice that you're not hitting the water. There are waves crashing against the bottom of the hull, but you're actually flying above it. You can see sails above you, but there's also like a hot air balloon that holds the ship a little bit above. <gasps> On the deck itself is a guy uh, with... Oh, my God. God. Who is this guy? Oh, who's this? He's ugly. Why does he say the same thing? I don't like his hair at all. Oh, no, he's, it's a hat. He, he's, that's his feather. He looks like Puss in Boots. Oh, my God, look. I was going to describe him, but anyway. Oh, he, oh, <laughs> you just can edit that out. So you burst on top of the ship. On the deck itself is a guy uh, with a massive pirate kind of hat, big red feather hanging out of that, a long brown coat. And he looks like a lion. He's the face of a lion. And he's got a rapier. And he is surrounded by, let's just call them body parts. All right, hands, legs, torsos, anything that can be on a body is now in pieces. He's also holding a gun in one hand and he looks over at you and as soon as you, he sees you coming out of the steps from below, he says to you guys, where the fuck have you guys been? You princesses have been asleep for all this fucking adventure. Could you help me out a little bit and get some of these parts over the side? And then he stops and says, who the fuck are you? And stares directly at Freya. He pulls out a pistol and says, don't fucking move. What do you do? Oh, wow, I really have to do this. Okay. Um. He fires. <gasps> oh, no. I'm Shield. 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 I'm throwing myself in front of her. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're diving in front. You're going to need to roll another d20. What do you got? 12. You notice as he pulls the pistol, he shoots directly over your shoulder and hits something behind you. <gasps> Thank God. So as you turn around, you see this sailor fall to the ground, his head splatters apart. And that's when you do notice that these body parts are still crawling around the deck and some of them are trying to find the other body parts and put themselves back oh, together. together. And the body parts are the bad guys. I, look, there's parts everywhere. They do look like they're in the uniforms of the sailors you saw down below. Oh, damn. What's so are left they moving? Are they moving? Are they trying to kill us? Yes. Yes. They are. <gasps> Wait, no, sorry. What? What? What What did I just miss? They're trying to kill Who's trying to kill us? The body, the body parts. parts. Oh, they're moving. Yeah. I thought right. he just killed a bunch of people to get to us. I thought he was on his way to the rescue. He was too late. I helped them. You can <laughs> No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Why are you <laughs> <shot at> me? <laughs> I helped them! He didn't shoot at you. Help him throw them overboard. Coincidentally, Dutch had heard the words throw them overboard before. For a man who fashioned himself as a captain, his history with the sea was complex. On that particular day, Dutch stared long into the eyes of the woman he loved as she walked him backwards along an extended plank, sabre pressed against the fur of his chest. She never blinked, but he could tell the moment was threatening to overwhelm. There was an irregular rhythm to the shallow breaths escaping. This he could only see from the movement of her chest as she kept her face covered with that damn mask. Did you know, she called, more for the others than for herself. Dutch eyed off the ship's crew, they weren't concerned with the answer. They had already determined his guilt. He had brought the curse aboard, and three weeks of floating high above flat sea with no wind and seemingly less food had taken its toll on their superstitions. They stood and thought as one, not a movement or mind among them, except a slowly shifting man in white sliding towards the opposite edge of the vessel with a rare smile upon his face, poorly hidden by an unnecessary beard. A rustle behind Dutch's long coat reminded him of the magnitude of the moment. No fear, little one, he said. This just might work out. Did you know, she called again. Did you, he smiled in reply and stepped away from the plank. 
In unison and whispers, they both answered yes. And as Dutch and the boy he protected fell, they watched as the man in white did the same. At this stage, we're about to move into a new style of the game, that is combat. So the first thing you do in combat is you roll initiative. And that tells us what order you guys are going to go in. Mm-hmm. And I'll roll for the bad stuff. Oh, man. Oh, no. They do suck. Okay, so let me hear your numbers and add your numbers up for me. I rolled a 10 and my thing says plus one. All right. I rolled a nine and I'm plus one. I rolled 12 plus three, 15. Dutch will go first. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Yeah, we love Dutch. You like him? He did call us princesses. I know. How sweet was that? Mm. Was it the way he said it, though? <laughs> <laughs> Dutch is up first, and he shoots straight away at uh, one of the body parts in the ground that's getting closer to him. Sort of treats it like it's a snake sticking up on him. Just sort of shoots down at his leg, and he hits it. 20 to hit, so it's definitely going to hurt it. Now, damage works a bit differently. You'll see different dice next to the damage column, and that's where every single thing has a different type of dice. So. He has uh, a D8 for him, so I've got to find an eight-sided dice. Uh, he gets a, a bonus of plus two to his damage. <laughs> he rolled a two, so he does a total of four damage, which is enough to shoot the hand and kill it. So he kills a hand, he blasts a hand, and smashes all over the place, fingers go everywhere, uh, and he starts walking towards you. But imagine, basically, a truckload of arms and legs and, and surprisingly, teeth. There are teeth, but there are lots of other bits and pieces. Okay, so. Can the teeth move freely to get back to other, like to bite us or to get back to no, other pieces? Kinda. It's but the more... fingers can't rejoin to create a new hand. No, we get to a part where they're just too smashed, smashed yeah. up to do anything. But definitely, parts of bodies are trying to put themselves together. Right. So I have. You told me don't burn the ship down, but I have this gust thing, yeah. and it says that I can move an average size creature up to two meters away. These aren't average size; they're pieces. So can I use this gust thing to blow a couple pieces overboard? Oh, man, I really didn't think you'd do that. It's a really good idea. Thank yes, you. you utterly can. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm just going to mark down how many of those freaking things you just killed. Uh, absolutely. Morrigan just makes a whole gust of wind hit the deck. It's already windy, but with the extra wind underneath it, it just blasts a whole bunch of things off the deck, uh, bits and pieces, which will make it probably difficult for some things to put themselves back the way they were anyway, but that doesn't stop them from trying to form. Karin, okay. you are next. I want to know who this guy is who looks like Puss in Boots, but like a little more masculine. Like, I What are you know. telling me? You don't remember me? It's old Dutch, baby. Sweetie, no, I don't know who I am. I don't know who she is. I don't know who she is. All I know is I love their style. We work up in a cage together. I have not had the greatest of days. Could you just start throwing some of this shit over the side? Oh, fine. Okay, I'm just going to pick up a few feet. All right, are you happy now? All right, yeah, I'll let you do that. That's a couple of, th a couple of things that we can get rid of in your turn. Very easy. Uh, Freya, you're up next. I'm going to pull out my sword, and now, because they think my sword is big, but it's not... Only if they were charmed. These guys oh, actually can't so see. There, are, there aren't really many eyes. So they're all going to run away. Yeah, no, the strange thing about this is that this, the hands can't see, and you can't... You could be yelling at the hands and pursing them and stuff. They wouldn't care. They're hands. They've got no ears. So these are just parts of bodies that are just trying to figure out where their place is in the world. <laughs> okay. All right, well, I'm still going to pull out my sword. Yeah. And I'm going to join in. All right, so it's plus six to your, your D20. So That's I need to good. roll. Yeah, it's very good. Oh, no, it's not good, six. Such a lowest roll yet. I know. Uh, it's actually enough. Um, that's yes. pretty, these are very easy to hit. I mean, let's be honest, crawling bits and pieces. Uh, so now you can roll your damage. Let's say you hit some legs. They're a bit bigger and a bit slower. Which dice was damage? And that's a six-sided dice. It, yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the rare ones. Oh, I see. They're unusual. <laughs> Three plus four, seven. 
amazingly, you have absolutely destroyed this leg, huh. sliced all the way along, and yet somehow it is still quivering on the deck in front of you. It's extraordinarily gross. I'm not impressed by it either. It's now their turn, uh, and the parts are getting closer and closer to you. I will get uh, one of the hands to launch up uh, right back at your Freya and is going for your neck. And I rolled a one. The hand leaps through the air and falls off the side of the ship. You've got one less problem to worry about. Uh, Dutch just grabs uh, the body of something and just starts dragging at the side. It's still fairly heavy. It's half of a person, but he's just trying to get it over the side of the boat. There's blood smearing all the so over the deck. Uh, he'll do a strength check on that one to see if he's strong enough. He's not as strong as you guys, some of you guys. He is strong enough to get it to the side of the deck, but he can't quite get it over the side. How many things are left? Should I be a perception check? Yeah, let's do that. Let's see if you can figure out how many there are. Okay, the d20 thing? Yeah, d20, add perception. I rolled a 10 and my thing is plus zero. You can see there's about a dozen left. There's bigger and smaller pieces. There may be enough to make a full person, maybe not. I, I guess I should probably help with some boots. I'll just run over and help him push the body over the side or that sort of thing. Yeah, it's a big bloody piece that didn't die. Excellent, excellent. Now what's happening at this stage is he's already started doing that action, so uh, he failed in his attempt, but he can now help you do yours. So you're not that strong though. He's helping you, so it gives you advantage. Let's roll two dice and see if you're strong enough to throw this thing over the side. Uh, 12 and a 17. Okay, so you take the 17, you add your strength to it. Minus one. You're still strong enough. That was still a pretty good roll. So yes, you get one of the bodies, pieces of the body and a large piece of torso over the side. Blood splatters, hits the water below. And when you lean over the side to see this, you can now see this boat is not really in the water. It's above the water. And you can also tell from the side, the entire side of this ship is made of metal. It looks like uh, the bottom of a whale. It's skimming across the water, bouncing beautifully. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just just in case you wanted to know, it's pretty. It's pretty to look at. Uh, can Karin, we see the... Can we see the, bot the body parts in the water? Like, is the water just made up of body You're parts? going reasonably quickly at this oh, okay, stage. Yeah, uh, in fact, I'd have to say you're not exactly being controlled. There's nobody running this ship. Is there a steering wheel? Can we s control the ship? There, There is indeed a steering wheel, and it does help turn the sails. Can we see anything else, like where we're going or where we're going from? Ocean, nighttime, difficult to see. But I can see in the dark. Yeah, you can, and you can see greys in the darks, so and the ocean oh, is not okay. helping too much. You cannot see uh, a horizon uh, or anything like that. It's just dark in all directions. But every now and then when the lightning flashes, it gives you a chance. So if you'd like to make, uh, everyone else would like to make a perception check. Let's see what happens. 10, 11, 6. So I'm going to say no. Still got lightning and all that sort of stuff going on, but you can't see anything in the distance. Uh, Karin, you wanted to do what? Which is there's like a dozen arms and feet and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to round them up and I'm just going to grapple, which yeah. is a word I don't it's, use. They're spread out a fair bit. It's going to take you more than this one turn. Why not? Six, Why? Because it's about six seconds. This is a bit like if you were cleaning up after a toddler. Uh, <laughs> it would take a bit longer than the six seconds. Uh, but anyway, stuff all over the deck. That's a great job to start doing. I can see you getting a whole bundle full of stuff. And I think we'd just do a strength check to see if you can launch them all over in one go. I reckon she can. You can do anything. With a three. <laughs> <laughs> While you're carrying them, they start to merge together in your hands. Oh, no. Oh, ew. Uh, so rather than carrying just a whole bunch of body parts, you are now carrying half a person. Uh, there's arms, legs, well, a leg, uh, and some teeth. Good job, dickhead. <laughs> Wow. I'm sorry. I just woke up and I know who I am. I know who you are. In fact, I think you don't want to mess with me because like, Dutch, we don't know her. We don't know her, sweetie. We don't know. Can you just sort her 
out, please. And what are you doing? Like, yeah, you sold Freya, out. Then. What are you doing? Well, let's find out because it is Freya's turn. It is my turn. Well, I'm going to wander over to Dutch because he said something <laughs> not so nice to me before. Middle of a fight. Yep. You're just going to just. She's going to slap wander. him. Wander. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to stab the hand in front of him and say, Who the fuck are you? Wow. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna, let's see if you hit the hand. Uh, if you miss it, it's going to be really embarrassing. <laughs> it's quite embarrassing. <laughs> it's a, no, we're nine plus. You've got to add your pluses on there because you're actually pretty close. Yeah, and you're only going for a hand. Your weapon's pretty good, so nine plus six. So yeah, you skewer the hand. I assume because it's a cool move, you just flick that over the side. I do, where I do, it. I really nice. do. I, Dutch is actually a little bit surprised by this move and, and doesn't say anything uh, and just sort of turns around casually as if to shoot something else. He doesn't want to make it look like he's not the coolest person here because he is, but he, he's also mildly impressed by how smooth that move was. Meanwhile, <laughs> I've left Stacey. Thanks Car for nothing. In. I'm holding his like, yes. hands with teeth over here. Hey, you'd take yourself. Oh, spine, I'll grapple it. Uh, the bad, bad news is it is actually the creature that is growing in your hands' this turn, and he's going to try and hit you with the teeth. And oh. okay, I've rolled a 13. That goes against your armor class, which is 14. Oh, which means you're fine. But that was a teeth trying to latch onto you, on, onto the side of your neck. I knew that was going to happen. It would have been gross. All right, now there, this time I'm going to let the other things attack. The first time was just the one thing because it was closest, but this time there's a whole bunch of other things. There's still 10 things left on the deck. So you've got a bunch of legs and hands attacking you because you went right over into the middle of it. So let's have a look at how what the hands can do. That's a hit. That's a 12 at your armor class again. No, it has a 15. 15, so that's oh, a 15. miss. And that's a crit. All right, so one of the hands is latched onto your neck now and you are choking. <laughs> Do you want some help? Because I don't think so. I'll roll some damage. <laughs> <laughs> roll some damage for you. I'm still yelling out, you're a dickhead. <laughs> okay, wow. This is my four-sided dice. I just rolled a one, two, and that's the... Oh, the crit hurt, though. So you just had a total of eight points of hit points taken from you. You've got 24 hit points. Now I have 16. Okay. Uh, and you can be healed, although in this universe, healing is a little bit rarer than in most. But when you get hurt, it really stays for a while. By now, some of the body parts have formed into, so we've had 10 left. I'm going to make that number drop down, but unfortunately, five of them have joined together into what is a fully fleshed out creature. The arms and the legs don't necessarily match, but he's a person now. So now you're fighting an actual Is that creature. the one with... Karin over there. Karin's still got a half a thing. So we've got a half thing and a whole thing. And a whole thing and a couple of little pieces, but not Ugh, much. Okay. Not much left over in that. So this guy uh, is going to go straight for Dutch. And that's uh, that's a one. <laughs> so uh, it's a lot of body parts, but it trips and falls right in front of him, which is really handy for, for him because now Dutch is, is going to try and look cool again. And he's pulling both pistols out, spinning them around for no particular reason, and lining up this thing <laughs> to shoot them point blank. And he will actually hit it. Is it just me? Are we all attracted to Dutch? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Dutch hits it for... Holy crap, it's 16 points of damage with his two guns. That's pretty good. Uh, it is not dead though. It has two large holes in it. Can we kick it overboard? I don't know. Let's find out. Well, Morgan can I set it on fire? Is that still a bad idea? Well, you can set it on fire. I is it like raining and stuff? Like how much yeah, damage did you fire? It is magical <laughs> fire, so it doesn't necessarily yeah. go out with water as quickly as other fires. But nonetheless, yeah, you can shoot it with your fire bolt. You've got a fire bolt. Okay, I really want to use fire. Yeah, me too. That's kind of <laughs> what I want to do. 
Okay, D20. Uh, that one. And... Ten. Plus? What? Uh, next to... <laughs> <laughs> I would have oh. asked the same thing. <laughs> five. Good news is you only have to be 14, so you hit it. Now, it then tells you how much damage it takes on the other side. Okay. Seven. Seven. It is gone. Bursts into flames and staggers so close to the sails, but then falls off the side <laughs> instead. <laughs> Okay, so we do have, well, we've got one list of those. We've got about three hands left on the deck and Karina's carrying some sort of creature of horror. Karina, this is your turn. You are carrying a horrible child of awfulness. First of all, you guys are like the worst friends. <laughs> um, can I use one of my, like, speak with animals thing? It's not an animal. It says speak with animals. Yeah, this thing's not an animal. This is this was a human. Because I just swear to God, I saw the biggest sea eagle you have ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> and it is hungry. Oh, I see. You're like... I've got a delicious snack for you. Yeah. And that eagle just wants to fly down, take it away, and just nom, nom, nom. Yeah, no, it's the middle of a storm. There are no animals around <laughs> here. I'm sorry, there aren't. What are you... You can't just keep taking animals away from me. I... <laughs> It's just not going to happen. <laughs> Fine, it's a shark. All right, throw it to the shark. All right, I'm going to throw this thing overboard to a very hungry shark. All right, let's see if you're strong enough to do it this time. Yeah, that's right, I said this time. <laughs> I like your attitude. i got to get more of a roll. Mm. That said, 20, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, do add your strength. You are strong, so... Okay, so it's nine. Plus three. Plus three. Okay, over the side it goes this time. You've got it, no problem. Not grappling onto you or anything like that. The whole thing. And the shark gets it. The whole thing, and yes, the shark gets it. And oh. not only that, the shark looks up, kind of winks, which I'm not sure sharks can I'm do. I'm winking back because I can talk to it. I'm like, yeah. I got you, sweetie. Yeah, shark's like, thank you. And then eats it and then and then instantly spits it back out and goes, that was disgusting. Why are you feeding me this rubbish? Okay, I didn't know you are going to be so picky. <laughs> There's only a couple of hands left on the deck. At this stage, it's probably as easy for you to pick them up and start throwing them over the side. Uh, and as soon as you've done all that, you do notice a big problem. The ship is careening out of control now. No one's been steering this thing for quite some time. Uh, and Dutch looks at you guys and says, any of you guys know how to fly one of these things? I'm going to step forward because I'm confident. Oh. And, <laughs> and take the wheel. And take the wheel. All right. Well, It's my natural sailing ability that I have. <laughs> okay. Intuitive. Okay. <laughs> uh, as you do that, you notice uh, something step from behind the mast, something very small. It's smaller than what the Aww, actual thing looks like. That's cute. It's a, uh, a mouse child, Aww. about half the size of a normal person. With a staff. With a staff. And he in, you know, steps to the side of Dutch and sort of pats Dutch in the side and walks past you uh, and introduces himself. Hi, my name is Cooper and I play Luke the Master Man. I'm Luke. Don't worry about Dutch. He's harmless. Mostly, he looks after me and I look after him. Isn't that right, Dutch? Absolutely right, kiddo. Oh, Luke. I shouldn't have been so mean to Dutch earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Dutch has a friend called Loot who um, can heal people, which is a really cool thing to be able to do. Little Loot. Little did they know. Being little, it started all for Loot. Born early, born small, Born with a bend in his tail, abandoned by those who should have stayed. Those who remained found so many reasons to ignore him. When they fell and grazed the knee or cut a lip, the soft warm glow of the mouseling's hand removed all pain. 
word moved as word does. A healer, they said, a rare miracle among the poor. Of course, where rumor flew, greed followed. It wasn't long until an excessively wealthy merchant decided life would be significantly easier with his own personal painkiller. A posse of sorts was formed, filled with those of questionable morality and unquestionable hunger for coin, which is also what drove them from a tally of ten to a team of two. Murder and money, money and murder, chicken or egg. The two made a deal, and staring through the window at the child they would steal, the deal was swiftly broken by the haste of a blade. The last mercenary turned to leave, a rare sensation of honour and duty swelling within, disrupted by the sight of a new tally of ten riding into the village, intentions made clear. Here, the boy could never be free, never be safe. Come with me, the last mercenary found himself saying. I'll find you a place to be. And the boy? The boy agreed. And now the boy tumbled through the air, falling from a floating whale ship, trapped in a flailing long coat that made even the most optimistic of mouseling wish for better days. The hurtling howl of wind hid much of Dutch's bellowing roar, and the approach of powerful wings. With a twist, a mighty white albatross positioned itself beneath the tumbling duo. Got you, it thought, as it swooped them aboard, and the boy found time to breathe again, nestled between feather and fur. You okay, kid? said the last honest mercenary, and ruffled the mouseling's hair. A tiny smile of relief formed the reply. Hey, what was with the beard, mate? said Dutch, as they flew low across the flat sea and watched the settling light provide a path to the west. Um, Harkon, murmured Dutch, trying not to look concerned in front of the kid. I think we're going the wrong way. But the albatross just kept flying. Luke runs over to next to where you are and grabs the wheel with you and tries to help you out uh, because Luke kind of has a bit of an idea how to steer this thing. Uh, but you're still going to need to roll your d20 and we're going to have to look at your list of skills and see if you can figure out which one of those is going to help you in this situation. It won't be deception. We're not going to be able to lie to the storm. I'm going to use acrobats, can I? Acrobatics. And pull the mask in to control it. What? Say <laughs> mask. Mast. Did you hear mast? Mast? Did you say mast? I didn't say mast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. Okay, she's going to try and do the sails. Oh, crap. With a 17. Oh, That's she's got That's pretty good, sales. actually. We're going to call that one success. All right, so we're doing a skill challenge right now, and what that means is we've got a bunch of things that either need to be successful or unsuccessful. You mm -hmm. get this right, you may get this ship under control. I'll have to say, the ship is careening out of control, hitting the water at weird angles. Each turn, you guys have to come up with another way to try and get this ship under your control. All right? One success. What else would you like to do? Luke was going to help you, by the way, but Luke doesn't do acrobatics. <laughs> so Luke grabs the wheel a little bit, but can't really control it. It's not strong enough. So is Freya right now figuring out what she's doing? Is that what you mean? She's flipping around, pulling in ropes, and it's actually bringing some of them. I mean, the ropes were just flailing around, so let's be honest, just grabbing a rope was a pretty good start. But did a really good job, surprisingly. Quite good, quite she's, good. She's somersaulting, she's backflipping, she's grabbing ropes, she's tying yeah. down. This is great. It's the outfit, I think. You look like you feel confident. Okay, okay, okay. But <laughs> you said old mate's not strong enough, but isn't Karin super strong? Super strong. Can't she, like drink this and do the wheel. Let's see what happens. Take control, girl. Okay, so I say, Freya, honey, I love what you're doing with these sails. That is really giving us some direction, but this ship needs a steady hand. And I feel with these sweet toned muscles that I can actually grab the wheel of ship. You're doing great with the mask. Thank you. But we're just going to steer this towards shore because I don't know where we are, honey, and we just need to get some 
We're just going to shore, We should okay? probably check that out in a second, yeah, we, we're, where you actually are. But get the ship under some sort of control first. Okay, I'm just going to just straighten it up. Oh, that fell out of my hand. I did roll that. Oh, it's 11 anyway. Uh, that's a fail. Very I can't difficult. steer a ship? Not yet. This, I don't know if you've ever tried to do this before, but that wheel is out of control. Oy. Okay, so one each. Morrigan, what do you think you can do? Can I use my gust to like steady the ship or the sails or something? You can try. Uh, <laughs> let's see what happens if you try and use gust. I must admit, it's it's not a really strong gust. No, I know. That's why... Like, <laughs> you like, are in a storm. I don't think I have any other skills that are going to help here. I can perform. <laughs> <laughs> I could deceive the ship into thinking it's not really off course. Skill tests can be quite challenging sometimes. You've got to use your imagination. But you could do a perception check. To see where we are. To Yeah, to figure out whether there is somewhere you can point the thing. I, I roll really shit numbers. Everybody thinks that after a while, yeah. All right, that's two fails. Okay, so we're coming around. Dutch at this stage runs over uh, and tries to help you on. The, you know, pushes uh, Lute aside and says, get down, and tries to help you out. So he's going to be doing a, a, an assist for you or help move. So that means the next time you get advantage on your strength one if you want to do the same thing. Roll two dice. Oh, so, I'm so Dutch and I are together now? Dutch is trying to hold that wheel oh, with you. About time someone helped out. All right. He does really try hard not to call you little lady. <laughs> Have you seen my thighs? I would love <laughs> if he called me little lady. Dutch, hun, help me steer this ship. All right, two dice, pick the highest. Man, 11. What is that about? And we're going to add your strength to that, plus three. That's another fail. I know, because I rolled 11 last time. You've got an idea. I've got an idea. What do you got? Because I'm high, I can see further. Can she perceive to see where we are? Yeah, you're right up that mast. Mask, I think you'll find. <laughs> 14 and 1, 15. All right, yes, you can see when oh, the lightning God. strikes, you can see the silhouette of, uh, of an island in the distance, <gasps> or maybe more than an island, but you can see, you know, mountains and maybe even in a little a little light uh, on the shoreline in the distance. Are we going straight to it? You're not going will straight to it at this stage, no. You're off to the side of the light, if that's what you mean. You will hit the island, but not the light. Okay. Yeah. All right, Morrigan, what do you got? Is this going to be another performance? I will just cheer on the team with my performance. You can do it, guys. You know what? Okay, let's, you, know no, how... you know what? Let's try and do that. You try and, you know, <laughs> oh, if you can do it, let's see what happens. You know how you supported, well, Dutch supported Karin and I gave her an extra dice. Can I support her so she gets an extra dice? Well, not on the same job because it's one steering wheel, two people, it's not enough space oh, for anybody right, else. Oh, right, because you're but literally said, supporting you her. You could be uh, at this stage, you know, giving a bit of a speech and, uh, and, and firing up your team. Oh, I love that. Can we just, can we all jump in the water and have Karin shark? Drag us to the light. Oh, I was going to get us a whale, but... A yeah. whale? But I, I wouldn't trust the shark because we gave him a real <laughs> bad meal. We did. <laughs> I was thinking less bail in this situation. You guys are leaving the ship. <laughs> I want out of this ship. I want to go to that island. Well, what else is on this ship that's... <laughs> we had swimming I lessons. Yes. I'll give you your choices. I can either just cheerlead you and hope that you roll a 20 next for the whole thing. I'm good at that. Or we can just abandon ship and hopefully you can get us some dolphins to just drag us to shore. Or I, I could pull out the mask. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want this ship for later or not? Like, is there anything on this ship that can help us? Okay, fine. I'll just cheerlead. Can I just cheerlead? Yeah, okay. What do you say? Go team, go. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Karin, Karin, you are a badass bitch. Look at those fucking skulls. Like, no man has ever fucking defeated you. You've got a gold axe. Dutch goes, well, I mean, once I did. Okay, back to you. Back to you. I don't want to make a big deal out of the time that I defeated it. I don't want to say I mean, too much. it's your word against hers and I trust her more than I well, trust you. Well, you know, there's a trophy, but I don't want to go into it in too much detail. <laughs> 
So I'm just going to need you to pull your shit together. Okay, I'm just going to pull it together. Steer us to the light. There's a literal light. Just direct us towards the light, girl. All right. Morgan, I don't know you. <laughs> Thanks, girl. But all I know is that I love you. I support <laughs> you. I support you. And I'm going to get us out of this. Okay. okay. You, ha- you have and advantage on this role. This yeah. is the third time I'm going to try and steer this ship, which is surprisingly hard to steer since it's floating, and I've never had a problem steering floating things before. It is before. a storm. I haven't There's been a lot of discussion about, oh, God. In a while. There you go. Okay, I guess there's a storm. I guarantee <laughs> that I'm getting us out of here, okay? I've got a 20. Oh, oh nice. Um, all right, let's steer this stuff away. Let's go. Let's, I'm out of here. 20 is actually two successes. Uh, well done. That was so pretty impressive. So we get the whales as well. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so the ship is still coming under some control. I got to tell you, not out of not out of this yet. Ugh. It wasn't the flesh of the bodies that it found attractive. From deep beneath the Catalidian Sea, a creature of immense age was finally awoken. Shackled as it were, it strained against mighty weights, dragging them across the seabed. Something was bringing it strength. Far above, fighting against the elements, the Harpy's howl careened through the storm, an insignificant skirmish raging upon her deck. With each moment, it brought an ancient and forgotten power closer to a being with eons of aching thirst. Its vigor returning, the creature found old talents emerge. It twisted into new forms, fists became tendrils that, once loosened from their bonds, became tentacles reaching for the surface. They latched onto the shell that carried its magical prey and began pulling it below. I know, I know. And just as you think everything's going well, the ship lurches uh, and, and almost stops in the middle of nowhere. And you see coming over the side of the ship uh, tentacles coming out of the ocean. And I mean massive, grabbing onto the side of the ship, grabbing onto anything that it can latch onto at this stage, huge suckers and just slapping onto the ship. And the ship is just being stopped. It is stopped dead. Don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. It's just a sudden ending. It happens all the time. So maybe there's danger or just a clever line. But don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. Right?